Hi everyone, I'm Lauren. And I'm Lindsay. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is Starring Mama Swearing. Mama. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we got to keep you on your toes, guys. All right. Oh, no, thank you. No, thank you. Welcome back, everyone. <laughs> now we have two kids that will be interrupting, but it's fine. Yeah. This is life. It's fine. My child was just trying to grab the um, cords from the microphone. The thing about them getting bigger is not only can they... Um, learn to do more things like that, but they can reach further. I did not consider that. Hold on. Mine's now yelling for me. What, Ooh, bud? Okay. Okay, oh. now he's ignoring me. All right, so. Okay. Today's, oh, today's episode is all about screen time. Yes. The, the ever <laughs> hostile topic. Oh, yeah. So do you want to start us out? Sure. So as you guys have seen over or heard over the course of our podcast is clearly I use it because that's how I distract my son for the 30-minute episodes that <laughs> we record. And even then, that still doesn't help. Yeah. Same. I know my child's a baby, but <laughs> I definitely use the TV to entertain him sometimes, which I should probably should do right now. Um, he is currently upset he can't eat the microphone. Oh, there come on, mom. Let him eat the microphone. <laughs> he like, he sees me talking to it and all he knows is your mouth is supposed to go there. Yeah. I, I don't. Anyway, anyway, um, yeah, so we, we sometimes, when I really need a distraction, I do let him watch TV, and if I'm really, really desperate, let him watch TV. Yeah, no, I'm not against that, because my son uses my phone, and he's currently sitting on his iPad. Um, it's just easier and it's the same thing as a TV. And it's the same thing as when you and I were growing up. I know our parents sat us in front of the TV for distraction. Yeah, not like just all the time, but when you really need, I mean, it's really, it's the babysitter. The TV is the babysitter. The TV is the babysitter. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I try. So the TV doesn't bother me. The electronics bother me more. And so that's really where I try to, like, hold off as much as I can uh, because, like, with the phone, um, I don't want him to, A, mess my shit up, which he's done. And he tried to buy stuff on an app once. But luckily, I don't have a credit card hooked up. Mommy. And B, I don't want him to be, like, super addicted to it, you know, like, you know how it goes where they know how to do everything and that's all they want to do all the time sorry my son's talking to me about donuts um Ooh. yeah i 
I'm not against it for the fact that a lot of the things that Tim watches on his iPad, he learns from. Like, he surprises me with the songs that he knows, like the Itsy Bitsy Spider and things like that. It's like, there's so many nursery rhymes out there, and I don't sing a lot of the other ones. And it's like, he will just randomly start singing it. And I'm like, how, how do you know that song? <laughs> Yeah, um, I'll probably get, like, one of those educational apps. I tried to find if there was one for babies, but I couldn't find one that you didn't have to pay for. But I know, like, there's, like, ABC Mouse. Fisher-Price has one? They have a whole bunch. I think it's Fisher-Price. Let me grab his iPad. Because now he wants to color. (laughs) I know there's, like, ABC Mouse as well for when he's a little older, which I'll probably get, um, you know, just different, like, educational apps because we actually um i'm gonna try and keep it off my phone as much as possible um but we do have a tablet that i just got given to me just got get just had given whatever it's not like it's not like i'm a writer um anyway so i'll probably i'll probably like put an app or two on there for him and let him play with it or yeah, I mean, with Tim, it's, it is Fisher-Price, by the way, um, but he was just, he's a lot easier to deal with out at, like, restaurants if I just give him my phone and let him watch whatever it is he wants to watch, because then it's just, he's not screaming because he has to be sitting in the, the, the high chair, and he's not causing a scene because no one wants that while they're eating, and he's just more enjoyable (laughs) if you will um which I know there's other ways like and you should teach your kid but it's just like if our parents had the luxury of having phones and everything Mm -hmm. like we do they would have done the same damn thing um yeah so the one caution I have with the iPads is I've seen kids be like real shits about it yeah you know what I mean and um, like the one little boy that I used to babysit, um, he was wonderful and amazing, and I loved him for lunch. Um, but like when we were potty training, he would um, he would intentionally like just go in his pants, and if he was playing with the iPad, like even if he knew he had to go, yeah, I'd be like, "Do you have to go?" And he'd be like, "No," and then would play a game, and then the next time I check him, I'm like, "Okay, you did." Do you do that? And you just wanted to play your game or watch your video or whatever. Yeah. So that is that is one thing that I've, whenever that happened, I was like, I'm never getting my kid a tablet <laughs> um, because it's exhausting. But I feel like um, I'll, like I said, I'll let him play some things on mine. I don't know, but like you said, like when I really need a break or something, I'm sure I'll just hand it to him. Yeah, it's it's just so much easier, and it's I mean, like if you think about it, we do the same thing. Like when we're bored, we grab our phone and we search the internet. So it's like it keeps us from, you know, being bored. Just like it keeps them from being bored. I personally just don't see anything wrong with it. I um. I'm just not against it. You know what I mean? Like, 
I'm not going to give him his iPad to use 24 seven. But on the same hand, my son eats dinner with his iPad every night because he refuses to eat dinner. But if he's watching a TV show, he will eat whatever you put in front of him. So I'm going to give my son his iPad at dinner. <laughs> what is he doing right now? <laughs> uh, he's just making noises. Sorry about that. <laughs> I really like those noises. Um, but yeah, anyway, I don't know. I Another thing that is, I don't know what words are. Another thing about the tablets, though, is like, I feel like they watch the weirdest shit on YouTube. They do, and that's why I have my son watching, like, the kids' YouTube app, so it's different from, like, the main oh, YouTube app. Good to know. And it's more, um, I mean, there's still some kind of weird things on there, but it's not, like, the weird stuff that was going around, like, a couple months ago. Um, he pretty yeah, much just freaks. watches, yeah, they, they really pretty much, he pretty much just watches, like, Ryan's Toy Review, um, there's this one... Um, kid and his dad, Ryland. I don't know the dad's name. I'm not thinking of it. Um, he watches them and then he watches like nursery rhymes. So it's like, it's nothing like too strange. And he watches Blippy. He loves Blippy. Um, so it's nothing like too strange. And I mean, like I watch with him most of the time. So it's nothing that I wouldn't want him watching. But yeah. Yeah, it's hard to say, like, you know, when it, when you haven't been in that stage yet, what you'll really do. Yeah. Like, you have your ideas, but it just changes based on experience and based on your own kid. So, like, I'd like to not have him playing on my phone or iPad a lot, but we'll see. If I get fed up, I might do anything, you know? But right now, like I said, if I'm, like, extremely exhausted or something, sometimes I will go ahead and hand so I feel that but um I don't know the main thing he Oliver right now gets screen time is the TV which even with the TV there's so many like it's not like the mindless shows we watched back in the day like Rugrats and Doug where you didn't learn anything like all of the kids shows they have now are so like like kid oriented there's a message it teaches you manners like it's not like what we watched, you know? Except Peppa the Pig. Come on. I know you hate Peppa. I hate Peppa, and you hate Caillou, and I also hate Caillou. Oh, Caillou is the worst. Does anyone like Caillou? Kids. <laughs> yeah, well, Oliver will never see Caillou's bald head in a day in his life. Yeah. He's never seen Peppa either. She's so rude, and like, <clears throat> she's so disrespectful to her parents. Peppa Pig whenever uh, the little boy I was watching would watch Peppa Pig he would be so sassy after and then I finally made the connection I was like you're not watching this show anymore yeah Mickey Mouse Clubhouse was good you know um we loved Octonauts which I've been showing Oliver on Netflix Octonauts is good Octonauts is so cute and pure and that's another one that's really educational they like I even learned things watching Octonauts Oh, Wild Kratts. That's another good show. I don't know that one. Um, it's the Kratt Brothers. Um, they're like, I think they used to do uh, the one show when we were younger. The like, Zumbafu. Zumbafu. Oh, okay. 
maybe that's not the right one, but they're like, it was animal related. So yeah, every episode of Wild Crest, they do a different animal and then they become like that animal with the creature power and then they save it. And it's, it's really cute. And you learn a lot about animals. <laughs> that sounds cute. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like when they're teaching your kids something, I have a hard time really seeing an issue with it. Yeah, like when Tim was Oliver's age, which next time you come, I'll give them to you. Um, we were given the Little Einsteins DVDs, and it's not Ooh, like nice. the – or Baby Einsteins. Um, so it's uh, – like teaches them sign language and like words and everything like that. Um, but, yeah, I'll give it to you next time you're here, so just let me know. Yeah, that would be awesome. don't have that. Tim doesn't need yeah. that anymore. <laughs> when did you start letting him play with the electronics and watch TV? Um, so with my phone, I, he was probably Oliver's age, and I did the Fisher-Price apps. So it's like colors, shapes. Um, you'll know all the songs because I still they still haunt me in my dreams. Um, <laughs> but it's like songs that go with it and it teaches you like eyes nose mouth kind of thing and it's just like a cute little monkey or a cute little cat kind of thing so I did let him play with those at Oliver's age because Stokes come on um because they were learning like you know what I mean like it's not like just mindless enjoyment like you actually had to click where the nose was or um, for Oliver's age, I think they do have an option where it just anywhere you click, it's just going to light up kind of thing. Um, but those were cute. And I did let Tim do that. Um, I don't know when I gave him the iPad. I think maybe he was over a year because we gave him the, yeah, his second Christmas, we gave him the iPad case. Um, because we already had the iPad. Um, so we bought him one of those like indestructible children's cases for his iPad. Um, so he was over a year. He was like a year and three or four months when we gave him the iPad. And still, it was only the Fisher-Price apps. And um, that was it, I think. I didn't even give him like YouTube or anything. So yeah, like, I don't know. Like I said, I'm just not against it. What about TV? When did he start watching TV? So he was never really into TV, like, and he's still not now. Like, if I turn the TV on now, he's, like, much rather be on the iPad and watch whatever he's watching. Like, I could put the same thing on the TV that is on the iPad, and he will choose the iPad every single time. Um, I don't know why. It's weird. <laughs> um, but he's never been a TV kind of guy. I started letting Oliver watch TV when he was probably, like, six months old and maybe even, yeah, probably around that time. Yeah, like, I mean, I put Tim on the, in his swing when he was littler and I needed to do things, and I'd put, like, those Baby Einstein videos on. Yeah. Um, But I don't think we've ever made it through a full one kind of thing. Oh, man. This kid, um, that now it's less helpful. It's a little helpful, but not as much. But back then, I could stick him in, like, the sit and spin or, like you said, a swing or something. And um, 
we have we don't have cable but we have one of those boxes that gets whatever is going around so we get cubo and um so he would watch some of those shows and then uh we also have a couple of dvds with like pokey little puppy stories on it and we have like a barney dvd yeah he would be super into it and um that was like the only way i could go get anything accomplished or just even sometimes if you just really need a break from the crying you know yeah that's what i'm saying like if it gives me peace of mind it makes me more easy to deal with i guess it makes me a better mom to tim when i'm not like high strung and exhausted because he's been crying or just because I'm saying no. Like if I tell my son no, it's like the end of the world, you know? And I don't give, I don't want everyone to think that I give in all the time, but it's like, I, sometimes it's, you pick your battles, you pick your battles. And sometimes it's just easier to give in. Yeah. And I don't know, like it just works for me. So I do it. And I usually don't let him have more than like, an hour a day probably ish but like that's one thing that sometimes I have been able to feel bad about based on the things people say I'm like well maybe I shouldn't have let him watch tv so young like maybe that was wrong of me but I just I just needed like I don't have anyone here to help me like Seth is working and my family's not nearby and I really need to like make myself a meal for do the dishes or something I don't know don't feel bad that's why that's one of the reasons why I'm not on Facebook anymore yeah I just if I don't put anything out there and I'm not on there to read it I don't I feel like a better person <laughs> that's true I mean I've just been seeing a lot of stuff lately that it's like you always question and all your choices and people, I don't know. It's like you think you're a good mom and you think you're doing a good job and then people say stupid shit. It's like, well, now I yeah. second guessing something that was first nature to me. Like, I don't know. One of the, I don't even want to go off on another tangent here. But like, <laughs> one of the anti-vax moms just like saying all this stuff about how like, um, all the ingredients that are supposedly in vaccines and that, you know, if you willingly fed those to your child, you would be arrested and blah, blah, blah. And it's Wait. just like, well... What? Yeah, it was like a post that said, one of my friends called Poison Control and read the list of ingredients in a vaccine to uh, the Poison Control guy and asked him what would happen if she gave those things to her child. And yeah, in, like, like, huge amounts. Yeah, everything. I know. Exactly. Water can um, kill you. <laughs> exactly. Too much air but, can like, kill you. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> uh, it's just so frustrating because I feel, like, very firm in, like, my decisions and everything, but then seeing that pose is, like, pretty much, like, shaming anyone who gives their kids vaccines and then being literally like over 100 comments from her friends all pretty much agreeing like they were arguing with one person and all pretty much saying that like she's just not aware she hasn't done her research this is not well this makes you feel kind of like shit I wouldn't go based off of that I feel like a lot of people who are in mom groups and things like that sorry if anyone I mean I'm, I know a whole chunk of our listeners is that and I know a whole chunk of our listeners probably didn't listen to our anti anti-vax um Podcast episode, episode because yeah. 
I know that is a touchy subject, but it seems like a lot or a good chunk of people who are in mom groups are anti-vaxxers. And hold on, pause one second. My child escaped from the playpen. <laughs> Two days later. Sorry. No, you're fine. Um, Apparently my child can escape. Yes, mom groups. I feel like a lot of the people who are in mom groups are anti-vaxxers and that's why they go in mom groups to get that self um I guess self validation yeah validation that they did the right thing because everyone else in the world is telling them that they didn't you know what I mean like that is the one place where they're safe and able to have a good chunk of people back them up and say that they did the right thing that's true. I mean, I will say where I met this person was a mom group, um, which actually we need to do a full length episode on mom groups. Yes, yes, we do. to say. Lots to say. Um, <laughs> I have nothing to say because I refused to join them. <laughs> yes, let's. Well, we will definitely need to do that um, maybe next week. But uh, yeah, so anyway. That's a good point. I mean, I just wish everyone could just keep their stupid opinions to themselves. But I guess everybody thinks that they know best. Or I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, I don't, I don't see how it's really damaging to my child to watch TV. I mean, also another thing is that I think that different children need different levels of stimulation. Mm-hmm. And like you know, earlier Oliver was over here screaming and fussing and all that, and when he quieted was once I turned the TV on, but he hasn't been watching it almost at all. Yeah. He just, like, he's been playing. But I guess, like, having a little bit of sound and the lights and everything going on, like, that he needs that. And I'm kind of the same way. Like, I cannot do housework without a podcast going on. I need to be thinking and, like, engaging in something. Yeah. Um, Plus, even listening bugs me. Yeah, the silence is good, but even, like, listening to music is oftentimes, like, just not engaging enough for me. Like, I need to be doing something with my mind, and, like, dishes isn't enough. Yes. You know? So, I mean, I think that maybe he's the same way, and maybe some kids get overstimulated by (laughs) television. That was because I wouldn't let him have the laptop. Maybe some kids get overstimulated by television and screens and all that, Um, and then maybe some kids need that. I don't really know, um, but I don't, I don't know. I don't think it's a big deal. I don't think you should do it all the time. You know what I mean? I feel like it's a balance. Yeah, I agree. And, like, I agree with what you said about you. Like, when I'm at work and I'm in my office, I have podcasts going because I can't take the silence. Like, the work I do requires me to think, but when I, like, sit there and I'm just in my head, I'm in my head. And I can't do it. <laughs> so I need my yeah. head to focus on my work, but also a podcast. So I'm not just in my thoughts thinking of whatever it is going on in my life. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and like when I'm at home cleaning, I usually listen to music or I turn on an episode of something that I don't need to actually watch to understand. Like usually I choose Chris Lee knows best because I don't need him to be, I get what's going on without watching it. 
but yeah. What um, podcast are you currently listening to? This is unrelated. I just wanted to talk about it. Not a problem. So I listen to like more of like the horror, spooky. So I listen right now. I'm listening to Spooked. Um, it's just a bunch of like scary stories from people who experience something ghost related, I guess. I also listen to the No Sleep podcast, but I'm really behind on that one because I put it on the side to finish Spooked because it's not a long series. Um, but like my all-time favorite is Last Podcast on the Left, which is okay. Um, it's rather uh, how do I explain that podcast? <laughs> a weekly podcast featuring comedian and podcast host Ben Kissel, podcast producer and researcher Marcus Parks, and comedian actor Henry Zukowski, all of whom are longtime friends. Yes. <laughs> That's all, all I gotta I got. say is I googled um, it. They are very, so it's, they usually take like, um, a serial killer and kind of do like two to three episodes, sometimes more than that, like breakdown of like the series of events that took place. Um, however, they get really dark. They make jokes that are not appropriate at all. Um, but that's one of the reasons why I love it (laughs) because I'm dark like that. Um, they also do like, uh, creepypasta stories, which I like, um, they haven't been doing those recently. Um, but yeah, they're more, they're like a scary podcast, but they joke a lot. So it's not really scary. It's just more information. I also did, um, the serial podcast, but I only liked the first season. So I actually haven't finished the second and they did just start a third, but like I said, I really only like the first season. <laughs> How about you? Um, so those sound fun. I feel like I'm gonna check one of those out probably. Um, I've been listening to Dawson speak. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I know where that's going. <laughs> yes, I've been rewatching Dawson's Creek. Um, and after each episode they review it and it's fun. One of the hosts has already seeing the show and the other one is watching it for the first time so you get like some candid reactions and you know they do some research and tell you you know some things you might not known about the actors or the you know producers so it's fun it's really fun um I've been listening to that and um wonderful is like probably like one of my favorite podcasts I've ever listened to maybe my favorite um and it seriously is just a podcast all about it's hosted by a husband and wife um and they just say what things that they like and it's just really pure and i especially listen to that when i need to feel happy and hear happiness oliver's just screaming and i'm stressed out i'm like i need to hear someone who enjoys life um, <laughs> i love that and it's it's really great they'll share like songs movies um you know whatever strawberry jam maybe you know what i mean like it's just all good things so um and then occasionally I'll also listen to uh stuff you missed in history that's what got me into podcasts was that one but I've kind of fallen off the wagon with it I like that I like that yours are complete opposite of mine yours are all happy and mine are dark (laughs) I know that's really funny I feel like this describes us it really does though I love horror movies and Halloween and everything like that you love 
you know, happy stuff. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Ollie. <laughs> he once again was trying to eat the microphone. I'm talking to Lauren. Yeah, come come say hi. Hi, Timmy. Here's hi. Hello. Hi. What's your name? It's me, Lauren. And Timmy. All right, say goodbye. Bye. Bye. So anyway, our our little podcast tangent aside. Um, screens. Screens, that's what we were talking about. Yeah. It's just exciting to talk about podcasts. I don't know why. Is that like we're making one? Screens, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I just think, I like, like, if we... If our parents had the option back in the day to do, like, had the stuff we have now, I know they'd have done it. I know baby boomers would have done it. Like, when you look at the progression, like, baby boomers, they had, what, rabbit ears on the televisions? Like, you know what I mean? Like, black and white, big honking TVs. You only had one in a household, if that. Like, it's not like we have now. We're pretty much... Everybody has a TV. Everybody has some sort of streaming service. It's just, we're, it's more readily available to us. And I feel like if we take the technology we have now and put it in that group, they would do the same things we would do. But because they didn't have it, they're like on their high horse. Oh, back in my day, we didn't. And I'm like, yeah, shut up. <laughs> I really like your old person. Thank you. <laughs> Back in um, my day, we walked uphill to school both ways. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like it's just, it's a, there's a line between when you're using things, you know, at times versus when that's all you do, like, if the screens replace your parenting that's not great or if your screens replace going outside that's not great but you know everybody who's just is too good to be doing screen time or whatever that's really good for you guys but I'm sure that you if you had my child you would have had screen time if you had my child and didn't have anyone to help you you know yeah if you were in the other thing yeah yeah so I don't know it's just I don't know. And and with our podcast in general, like we're both kind of like laid back in ways. Mm-hmm. But it's not an excuse to just be like we're not we're not like, oh, who cares about parenting, you know? Speak for yourself. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> with our kid calling our kids losers. Calling our kids losers and <laughs> just sticking them in front of the TV all day. No. Giving them um, peeps. <laughs> Eat your peeps and be happy. Yeah, I don't want anyone, like, to listen and be like, wow, they just don't give a fuck. It's not that, like, you know, we, out of the whole day, we eat a variety. Like, Oliver gets a chance to eat things like bananas and chickpeas and, you know, peas and things. And then he also gets a chance to eat puffs and pre-made Gerber baby food sometimes. Sometimes I home make him applesauce from scratch. Sometimes he eats pieces of my Oreo or my waffle. 
you know um sometimes he's sitting in front of the tv other times we go for a really long walk and have a picnic you know it's just a it's a it's a great mixture and i feel like if you never let your kids watch tv then or you know play on the ipad or the phone or whatever you never let them have it at all then um good for you but that doesn't work for me so yeah whatever works for you is what's best right i mean there's no right or wrong way to raise your child well i mean that's that's not true that's not true (laughs) I take that well I mean yeah it's I mean there's certain most of the topics we go over it's not there isn't a right way to do it you know what I mean like it's very situational it's very what you feel is best parenting really is what you feel is best and you know your child best what works for one might not work for you what works for you might not work for someone else it's it's very hit or miss no child is no two children are the same right they're not the same and you know every mother's life's not the same it's just hard i mean if we we knew that something was bad for our you know our kids like we don't put whiskey on our children's gums when they're teething anymore yeah baby boomers uh, <laughs> I feel like this episode is very hostile to baby boomers <laughs> and, uh, but anyways now nah, i mean you know if you know obviously we know for sure that that's a bad thing so we don't do it um but i don't know i feel like not every single moment of your child's life has to be completely perfect organic perfect wholesome educational you know like there's going to be fun. There's got to be compromise. There's got to just, and then you yourself need a break. I don't know. Yeah. It's just kind of like how I feel about parenting in general. But I mean, like, I do the very best I can with him. And sometimes the very best I can do is putting the TV on. Sorry. Not sorry, not sorry. Right. Exactly. Like, so don't. Yeah judge me my child's thriving and also maybe this is a whole own episode but I don't know but like my feelings about just in general mom shamers and like people who judge and everything and like I was really thinking about it because of that post where they were being so mean to each other last night it's like you love your child so much the whole point of your child is that you love them And they love you. Like, it's the most pure and perfect relationship that you have in your life. It's wonderful. And I feel like you're polluting it if you go on the internet and you say mean things about the way that other people do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, How can something be so full of joy and love and happiness and you use that as a chance to judge people and be hateful towards people? Yeah. Like, can't parenting be the one thing that we are like kind and merciful you know yep like even if you don't agree with someone their child's alive breathing they look healthy like just give them a high five tell them they're doing great yeah and it's not to say that you can't be a bad parent like that's absolutely possible yeah um 
I have known people who are maybe not great mothers. Um, you know, if you're if you don't care that you're putting your child in harm's way, you're a bad mom. You know, one hundred percent. No questions asked. But if you're trying, if you're loving your child, you know, can't that be enough? Does it really need to be a contest as to whose kid watches the least TV or has the most organic food and you know, I don't know. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying, and I agree. It is not a contest. We could, should definitely do an episode on that. Okay, let's do it. We have so many episodes to do. I hope you guys just are so excited to hear all this talking we're going to do. Yes, and random tangents that come from, <laughs> come from, you know, today's episode was about screen time then it went into podcasts you know it's fine <laughs> podcast today's episode went from screen time to podcast to screen time to anti-vax to screen time to being nice oh yeah I um, think all of our all of our podcasts have the same message of being nice and doing what's best for you and your child like at the end of the day like what I just said if it doesn't work for you try something else what may have worked for your parents might not work for you. It's a different time. Like what may work for me might not work for you, Lauren. It's totally fine. You just got to find the middle ground. You just got to make it work for you. And put it into perspective too. I mean, even even if, you know, whatever TV that they're watching is not educational and maybe it isn't, great stimulation for their brain think of like how many hours are going to be in your child's life if one of them every week or every day even is not particularly like at their top notch that you know best functionality that's like still good you know yeah it's just like the post that I see on Facebook all the time it's like was it really a bad day or was it a bad 10 minutes Like, you let those 10 minutes affect your whole day and throw your day off. You know, the day is made up of more than just each of its pieces. I mean, put into perspective, it's exhausting and you're killing yourself if you are shooting for perfection. If you're constantly, if nothing is ever just good enough for your kid, remember that, you know, your kid is just like every other kid out there. You know, they're not better. They're not more important. You know. It's okay for your kid to be normal sometimes, for you to not always be doing the most, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's some days where I don't want to do anything. You know what I mean? Like, even before I had a child where I just needed a day to sit in front of the TV and just mindless watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians or whatever it is I wanted to watch. Like, we all need those days. You know what I mean? I'm not saying put your child in front of the TV all day. Yeah. But if you need a break, it's perfectly okay to do that. Well, not all day. But you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, we're we're human beings. We're not um, – nobody's perfect. And it's silly to try to be perfect and it's silly to try to look perfect. You know, so I'm never going to hide it. Like, yeah, I let my child watch TV sometimes. It is what it is. 
Um, he's still really great. He's really smart, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I just got shamed for this, actually, two weeks ago. For the what? For screen time. <laughs> Tell me about it. Um, uh, how do I say this without saying the person's name? I don't think they're ever going to listen to this, but, you know, somebody might and be like, oh, you were mentioned. Um, we'll okay. go with a family member. One I don't see often or really ever, and I'm not the fondest of this person. So on this day, there was a gathering, and I went, and like I said, I'm not very, every time I'm around this person, I get shamed for something. Like it's either because my child has vaccinations, because my child has never spent the night over someone else's house. Because my child goes to daycare. This time it was, this party went till, this gathering went till about, well, I left at like 9.30 at night. Um, This transaction happened at 9. And it's the reason I left because I wanted to go off. But I limited myself. Um, Tim had been up all day, no nap. It was a Saturday. We were on the go all day. So he was like, you know. We were busy and it's nine o'clock and I could just see he was exhausted. So I say, do you want to sit on my lap and watch, watch YouTube? And he was like, yeah. So I put him up on my lap. He's watching my phone and just cuddling. Like he, you could tell he was getting ready to pass out at any moment kind of thing. And, um, this family member comes over and asks him if he wants to play. And just keeps asking and asking and asking. And I'm like, look, he's really tired. Like, he's tired. It's 9 o'clock. It's past his bedtime. He's exhausted. Like, we've been up all day, no nap. We've been running around, playing all day. Like, he's tired. And this person looked at me and goes, my child will never play video games. And I was just like, Uh, okay. Does that person have a child? Uh, multiple. And that's what I wanted to go off. And I wanted to be like, I wanted to say a lot of things, but instead I just said, okay. And let my child keep doing what he was doing. I'm just like, it's fine. Um, let's, it's also good to mention that every time I saw a Snapchat of their child that weekend, they were in front of a TV. So I'm like, Every Snapchat I make, it's my son saying something funny, something cute, dancing. You know what I mean? Like, there's never a TV on. Yeah. But I'm like, every Snapchat I have gotten of your child, he has been sitting in front of the TV. But you're right. He's never going to play video games. He's never going to do this. Whatever. Like, also- I got up and I walked over to Drew and I was like, we're, we're going home now. Like, finish your beer. We're leaving. <laughs> He was like, oh, okay. And I was like, I'll tell you in the car. I, we're just leaving. Like, I'm leaving now with or without you, um, but I'm leaving. So, yeah. yeah. I'm sure this person will be mentioned many times in our mommy shaming episode because, like I said, I have lots of stories. And I told my husband on the ride home, next time I'm around said person, I'm going to go off. I'm not holding back anymore. I've held back, what, five times now? Not happening again. 
Yeah, also, like, what do these people think is happening when those kids go elsewhere? Like, if that kid is at a friend's house or something, like, they're gonna, that's all they're gonna want to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember, I don't know if you had this experience, but, like, being a kid, anytime you went to someone's house and they had something that you didn't have or weren't allowed to have or whatever, like, that was, like, all you wanted to do. Yeah. I mean, every, so, time, I came to, every time I came to your house, I played PlayStation. Yeah. So, I mean, if you think that your kid is just, you know, supremely better than everyone else's because you don't give them video games... It's not that they don't like video games. Not just they that. Just my son doesn't play chance. video games. I'm like, he's three. <laughs> he doesn't do that, but okay, whatever. Like, whatever. It's actually YouTube, not a video game. He's just watching something, but it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Yep. Anyway. So we also get mom shamed, guys. <laughs> yeah. And fuck it. Fuck people who do that, honestly. Yeah, I'm like, my child is super sociable, which I consider sometimes to be almost a bad thing because I feel like if a stranger came up to my son and was like, hey, you want to go? My son would be like, yeah, where are we going? Because he just, (laughs) he's so sociable. Like, he will talk to anyone. And I've seen children who are super shy and tentative and I know one, I have a family member whose child doesn't, like, they, like, has, like, social anxiety, and she's so young, and it's, like, they come to, like, a party or a gathering, and they have to, like, sit in the car for 10 minutes, and then finally she's, like, okay to come in, but then it's, like, if you say hi to her, she, like, just breaks down, and then they have to start all over again, and it's, like, my son isn't like that. So I'm doing good somewhere, guys. <laughs> Not saying that that's bad, but I'm like, at least, you know. Yes. Everybody is, I mean, none of us are doing a perfect job, so. No. If you think you are, honestly. Just... Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't think anyone's kid is ever, like, perfect their whole life. So when people say that kind of shit, I just think, like, huh, can't wait till your kid's a teenager. Yeah. Eventually, it's coming because nobody's child is never, you know, misbehaves or never does anything wrong. Your parenting is not going to be 100% for your whole life. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of background information to that story that I just told. But if I say that background information, they're going to know who they are. (laughs) But I can tell you later. (laughs) Yes. Well, I guess that we should wrap up. Yes. Do you have um, tweets? Uh, I'm trying. Okay. I can open us up with the poop story of the week. We love a good it's, poop story. It's not a very long one this time, though. And it's actually not really about poop. But poop is mentioned. It's uh, from Heather. And it says, kids and periods. I had to change a tampon at Walmart. My daughter, three at the time, was in the stall with me and screamed, Ew, Mom, you're playing with your poop. I was so embarrassed and mad. I didn't want to leave. Oh, my God. That's fantastic. My son does that to me all the time. Every time I use the bathroom, he's like, Mommy, let's look for poop. And I'm like, I didn't poop. 
I'm like, look, there's no poop in the toilet. I didn't poop. Stop announcing that. (laughs) (laughs) Kids. Love them. All right. I'm trying to find one. Hold on. This one says, "I." Uh, it's a Halloween tweet. Can't wait for trick-or-treating tonight. Gonna coach my son to get all the candy I want. Hashtag mom wins. And that's from at K-S shot, S-H-O-T-T-T. today my son kissed me as we walked into daycare and then he said at me then he looked at me and said I love you and it was the first time he said those three words out loud to me and I'll tell you and let me tell you my heart about exploded with love and happiness oh I'm so excited for that moment do you know when Tim first said it I not off the top of my head but Tim and I, we do this whole game of like, I love you more. No, I love you more. No, I love you more. And like, sometimes he will randomly, like, we'll just be sitting next to each other on the couch and we won't even be at that like point of the day. And he'll just look at me and go, mommy, I love you more. And I'm like, oh, child. So yeah. sweet. That's the most thing I I'm excited for him to see for. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think that's where we should wrap up this episode. All right. Well, everyone, have a good week. Um, if you have anything Ideas. to tell us, any poop stories or other stories, any tweets, any you want to yell at us for letting our kids have screen time, you want to tell us why you like turkey and peeps together at the same time, um, you can tweet us at Swearing Mamas. We're on Instagram and Facebook at Swearing Mamas, and we are at swearingmamas at gmail.com. hi Bye! Bye! Bye. Back in my day, we walked uphill to school both ways. <laughs>